welcome to the Badass Fertility Podcast. I am your host, Katherine Bregman, and I'm so glad you're here. All right, on today's show, we have a really amazing topic that I am so excited to talk to you guys about because it's something that I believe is critical, like a major crux of what successful badass women, women who succeed on this journey, this is a lesson or let's call it a principle that they internalize in a very deep way. So I want to teach it to you guys today because I think it really matters. All right. So real quick, if you're new to the show, this is the place you are in the right place, my love. This is the place to come for high vibe inspiration, down to earth information and practical tools for becoming the mom you are meant to be. And all of this is coming from someone who has been there, who has been working in the field of fertility for seven years, who has studied directly under Marianne Williamson, one of the most renowned coaches, counselors, whatever label you want to put on her in the world, right? So you're really in the right place. And I do this podcast because I want to share what I have learned and what I am so passionate about teaching other women who are meant to become moms, who share that same desire that I had to become a mom. And I promise you, if you feel that in your heart, if you have been struggling, feeling isolated, feeling afraid, not believing in yourself, becoming depressed, desperate, anxious, angry. I have gone through all of those feelings. The women who are also listening to this podcast, who are doing the work with me, have gone through those feelings. You, my friend, are in the right place. You're in the right place. So let's get started. All right. So today we are talking about, as I said, one of the topics that I, it's so interesting because I, this is one of the topics that I think, like I said, is the crux of success on this journey. When you really start to use your mind as a tool to support and optimize your fertility, you're doing this thing. And yet, I'll be honest, I am like a big social media person. I am on Instagram. I love it. I think it's an amazing way to communicate my message. If you follow me on Instagram, you at Badass Fertility. You can follow me on Instagram at Badass Fertility if you're not already. Um, if you are following me, you know that I post a lot, like multiple times a day, every day. Um, but there is a word that I shy away from because in the few times I've used it, I've actually gotten a bit of backlash, which has made me a little shy. And granted, I need to fucking get over that, right? Because because the calling, the cause, right, is bigger than the haters. So it's time to just let that go. All right, Catherine, now I've given myself a pep talk. Um, but I guess it's really not so much about like these quote unquote haters. It's more that I worry that even women who would be on board with what I'm saying are going to misunderstand it in this sort of narrow context of a social media post. So I felt like I really wanted to sit down and hash out um, a very important principle that I think can't really be conveyed in a um, 
meme, right? <laughs> or like a reel. So in honor of the fact that, and also in honor of the fact that the holiday season is upon us, so that's a little clue as to what I'm talking about, um, I want to talk about this phrase. And here's the phrase. Choose faith over fear. That's it. Choose faith over fear. Okay, so now I'm curious, what came up for you when I said that? So for some people, faith is like this very straightforward concept. It signifies an adherence to whatever established religion or institutionalized religion that they practice. And if that's you, when I said choose faith over fear, you're like, right on, Catherine, I'm with you, right? Um, and that's amazing. And I think that's very, very powerful. If you aren't someone who practices an established faith, but you still consider yourself somewhat spiritual, um, which is more where I would put myself when I first heard this term, for me, it was like a light going off. I was like, whoa, yes. Like fear versus faith. If I have faith in myself, I am going to think and act differently on this journey. That is how I felt when I first heard it. Now, if you immediately rejected the idea, if it was like muscles got tense, stomach got nauseous, you wanted to like turn off the podcast or you were like, fuck off, Catherine, um, which, hey, no problem, right? Because that means that your concept of faith is coming from a place that has sadly been soiled or sullied by something that isn't authentic to what I'm talking about when I use that word, all right? So many of us were raised in environments where we have this concept of faith or a higher power as being full of um, judgment, right? Or even vengeance in some cases. And so, you know, you may have automatically pictured like a white guy with a beard sitting on a cloud judging whether or not you're worthy of becoming a mom. And I know that that is real because I have worked with clients who have experienced that, maybe not literally in that like specific image, but that idea. And whether they have consciously subscribed to it or not, it impacts what they think and how they interpret this concept of choosing faith over fear. So I want to be very clear right now, when I'm talking about faith over fear, I'm talking about a choice you make within yourself. All right. Now there's, there's a lot of ways that we can go really deeply into this. And in my program, I unpack it more than I can even do in a 20 ish minute podcast. So I want to keep our focus very narrow today, even though there's even broader ways that we can broaden it further that I would love to do, uh, perhaps in a follow-up session. But for today, I want you to think about faith as a choice you make within yourself to either align in fear or align in what we are calling faith. Um, sometimes I have called it trust as a way to kind of work around a word that can be kind of triggering for people, even though I actually think faith is more accurate. Because faith in its purest form is honestly deeply rooted self-love. Self-love. It's having faith, having the deepest self-love for yourself. Okay. So the thing is having that right kind of faith on this journey can be a total game changer. 
just like thinking of it in the quote unquote wrong ways. And I'm not saying it's wrong, but I'm saying it's not the way I'm trying to explain it to you today as a tool that you can leverage to positively impact your outcomes, right? But before we go into talking about what it really means to choose faith over fear in a way that actually serves you, no matter how you think of that word before you started listening to this podcast, right? Um, I want to point out just how much time you're probably spending in fear. We spend so much time in fear on this journey. Many of us, many of us are living in fear from the moment we wake up until we go to bed and it does not let us go even in our dreams, right? It's coming up in the form of anxiety, nightmares, waking up in the middle of the night, stressing out. So maybe you're afraid you waited too long. Maybe you're afraid your body is failing you. Maybe you're afraid of disappointing your partner or your parents or your extended family. Maybe you're afraid to eat a fucking piece of chocolate cake or have a glass of wine. Maybe you're afraid to plan a vacation. Maybe you're afraid another friend is going to get pregnant before you. Maybe you're afraid it's never going to happen. And somewhere deep inside, you're afraid that that's a reflection of you or your value as a woman. And that somehow this is your fault. If more than two of the fears I just listed applies to you, then you need to hear this episode, my love. So keep on listening. All right. So now we've established that living in fear is basically par for the course for a woman who's been diagnosed with infertility, quote unquote. And you know, I hate that word um, because most of the time it's not really true, right? Infertility indicates that you can't get pregnant when the truth of the matter is, if you're listening to this podcast, there, the odds are you have that capacity within yourself to become pregnant and you absolutely have the capacity within yourself to become a mom, right? So there's this word is so problematic. I'm not even going to go into it right now. I prefer to think of it in terms of optimizing fertility, right? But if you're a woman who's been diagnosed with that label or just in general is struggling to conceive, you want to be aware that Studies have shown a diagnosis of quote unquote infertility triggers the same levels of stress in women as triggered in people diagnosed with heart disease, cancer, or HIV. This is a widely cited study. Um, it's not an exaggeration or an over-dramatization to say that fear is a permanent feature in your life when you're going through this journey. But that doesn't mean it has to be. It doesn't mean it has to be. Something that my teacher Marianne Williamson taught me is that faith and fear cannot coexist within one person at the same time. You can only be in one of these at any given moment. You can either be in faith or you can be in fear, but you cannot be in both at the same time. So every time you're in fear, you're choosing to be there instead of in faith. And every time you're in faith, you're choosing to be there instead of in fear. 
So think about this in terms of the list of common fears among women on this fertility journey. And let's try rewriting them from a perspective of what we're going to call faith. All right. So I'm going to go back through that list of fear-based thinking, and we're going to reframe it from a faith-based perspective. And again, remember how we're using that term faith-based. It's believing in yourself, coming from the most ultimate form of love that you have within, of, and for yourself and your potential to realize your dreams on earth. All right. So you're afraid you're waited too long. Fear-based thought, faith-based thought. My baby is going to arrive at the perfect time for me. Fear-based thought. You're afraid your body is failing you. Faith-based thought. My body is signaling me and I can figure out how to support it for optimal fertility. Fear-based thought. You're afraid of disappointing your partners, your parents, your people. Faith-based thought. My people will love me for me. They love me for me, not my childbearing capacity. Fear-based thought. You're afraid to eat a piece of chocolate cake, have a glass of wine. There's all this guilt, suffering, anxiety associated with anything that's meant to be a simple pleasure, right? Faith-based thought. I'm following my protocol well, and one diversion isn't going to make or break my chances. Fear-based thought. You're afraid to plan a vacation. Faith-based thought. I'm alive now, and if this vacation brings me joy, it could support me becoming pregnant. Fear-based thought. You're afraid another friend is going to get pregnant before you. I used to have this one all the time. And I remember specifically when one of my friends got pregnant, like basically at the drop of a hat after I'd been trying for several years, it was really hard. But because of the work I've been doing on myself, I went straight to this thought and it was helped me not to slide down into the deep despair that I really was capable of feeling at that point in time. And it helped me rise above it and realize the truth, really the truth in this statement. And that is, I will become pregnant at the exact right time for me. And I love this part. There's no finite number of babies coming into the world. There's no limit on the number of babies that can be born at any given time. There's no limit. And her pregnancy has got nothing to do with mine or my chances of becoming pregnant. One person's pregnancy has nothing to do with my chances of becoming pregnant. Different lives, different people, different timelines, different journeys. All right. Fear-based thought. You're afraid that it's never going to happen and somewhere deep inside, you're afraid it's a reflection of you, your value as a woman, or that somehow it's your fault. Faith-based thought. I believe in my calling to become a mom. I am meant to be a mom. So I want to make one thing clear here. Having faith is not about pouring pink paint over a negative emotion and then just calling it happy. All right? It's not about toxic positivity. It's not about denying the fears that come up for us are there. Okay? And it's also, like I said earlier, it's not about surrendering your power to a God who's evaluating whether or not you deserve a reward. It's about choosing to live from a place that trusts the unfolding of your journey is going to work out perfectly in the end 
for the simple logical fact that that belief serves you better than thinking it's not. Okay, so I hope that made sense. So let me kind of rephrase that in case that was confusing. It's about choosing to live from a place with of trust that things are going to work out for you. Because right now, sitting where you're sitting, standing where you're standing, you don't know the future. But by choosing to believe in the outcome you want, you are setting yourself up to be more likely to get it. So it is important to point out that there's room for all the feelings, even when you're living from a place of faith. Acknowledging that you have fear is healthy. Recognizing that it's coming up is good for you. Then you choose faith instead. So it's about cultivating awareness of and compassion for what authentically comes up for you. Not about suppressing it or being like, oh my God, you know, Catherine said I need to have faith, but I'm super freaked out, but I'm just going to pretend like I'm not, right? Because anytime you're pretending, you're not fooling your own inner self. You're not fooling the universe, right? You're just honestly probably making life even harder for yourself because you're afraid. And being afraid is natural and being afraid is, um, being afraid, I want to say it's, it's valuable to recognize when you are because that's the first step to choosing faith instead. But if you can't recognize it, you can't authentically choose differently either. So what you're really deciding to do is you're asking yourself, am I going to believe these fear-based ideas? Or am I going to choose a thought rooted in faith instead? So think about it like this, using an example from our fear-based list. You don't actually know if you quote unquote waited too long or if your baby is going to arrive right on time for you. You don't know that right now. You really don't know. I don't, I don't know about you, but I don't possess a crystal ball, right? Um, but think about how you feel and how you act when you subscribe to the feeling, when you believe the feeling or the thought that you waited too long. How does it feel in your body? Take a moment and reflect on that. How do you feel when you choose to believe or entertain the idea or let that one sink into your psyche, I waited too long? And then consider how that impacts your actions. Do you start to make choices from a place of empowerment or desperation? And that's not a critique. It's not a judgment. It's just a matter of fact. Now think about how you feel and act when you believe your baby is going to arrive right on time. How do you feel and act when you believe your baby is going to arrive right on time? You may feel more expansive. You may feel more free to investigate different avenues that could support you that maybe you've been holding back from because you're worried about running out of time and you just want to like do the protocol exactly how you've been told or whatever. Some people worry that if they believe their baby's going to arrive right on time, then they're just going to do nothing to to try and help it. But I think you're a smart woman. You're a savvy, badass lady who knows that if you've been struggling to conceive, there are steps you can take to enhance 
your potential to make that dream a reality. And there are also steps you can take that when made from a place of fear may seem to be helping you move towards your goal, but they're also actually driving you off course. When you're in fear, you are better able to discern the options that are truly working for you because you're making a decision from a place of empowerment, confidence, strength, not scarcity, lack, and fear. All right. So see that difference, right? Just simply from making the choice to say, I am going to live in faith, not fear. Fear is going to come up for me. Fear is valid. Fear is completely 100% normal and understandable, but it also presents me with a choice after I've consciously acknowledged it, had compassion for myself for feeling that way, understood why I would feel that way. What am I going to choose to believe? One of my clients, Lorna said, and I'm going to share this with you. It's a little bit long, so just stick with me, but I really feel like it nails what I'm trying to um, share today. And so she said that Studying faith over fear helped redefine her relationship with faith and what it means for her, which has been, in her words, empowering and invigorating. Um, As she said, Catherine offered concrete tools to help me tend to myself as a mother waiting for her baby to come at the perfect time. The tools have helped me to sit with, express, and expel feelings and thoughts of hopelessness while also reframing beliefs which support fear rather than faith. And I love this part. She said, I was once afraid that my chances of having a baby were slim after 40, but now I know that my determination to have a baby is stronger than my quote unquote chances because I am meant to be a mom. This is a really powerful shift in thinking and it's not some airy fairy bullshit right? It has concrete implications for how you choose to live. And anything that has implications for how you choose to live is absolutely going to impact the types of results you get, right? We talk about this a lot. Thoughts drive beliefs, which drive your actions. It all starts with the thoughts you choose to have. So to recap, what have we learned today? Number one, faith on this journey means choosing to think the thought that aligns with you want, okay, okay, back up. Let me say that again. Faith on this journey means choosing to think the thought that aligns with what you most want. Think the thought that aligns with what you most want. I feel like that's like a tongue twister or something. Okay, two, it doesn't need to refer to any sort of religious institution, all right? So when we're talking about faith, we're not talking about um, some sort of established paradigm that you may have been taught earlier in your life. You cannot be in faith and fear at the same time. Can't be in them both at the same time. So choose wisely. And four, last one. Remember, you don't actually know what is going to happen in the future. So every choice you make, whether it's faith or fear, you're choosing an unknown outcome to subscribe to. You're either choosing to trust you're going to become a mom or you're choosing to live in the fear that you won't. But neither has happened yet. So you get to pick which one you are going to believe. Choose wisely, my friend. So like I said, this is like the tip of the iceberg when it comes to choosing faith over fear. Um, There are so many tools to help you successfully utilize this principle and help it 
help you navigate the journey to your baby. Um, and as you heard from Lorna, it really can change your life. So if this is speaking to you and you're like, oh my God, how do I get more of this? I am so on board. I am so ready to really grab onto the tools that you're talking about. I want to put them into practice. Then the Badass Fertility Group Program is still open, but we only have four spots left. If you want to claim one as your own or learn more about what it would mean to join this amazing group of serious, smart, badass women and start 2024 with all the tools you need, with the tools you need to make it the year you become a mom. This is a program for women who are ready to say a big hell yes. I am on board. I see the way that I have been living in 2023 cannot repeat itself in 2024. And I need the tools and support from an expert coach and a crew of badass fucking women to help me get there. Four spots left. It is half off until Christmas Eve. After that, the price goes up if there are any spots left at that point. So check out the link in the show notes. You can also go to badassfertility.com. There's a place to join there. Or if you follow me on Instagram, you can click the link in bio and check out the program there. There are some criteria for joining the program. So you want to check that criteria, make sure you meet the criteria. And if you are on board, you just say a big hell yes. And we will welcome you with open arms into this fucking fabulous crew of amazing badass women who are all saying a big hell yes to becoming a mom in 2024. All right, my love, I am so glad you joined us today. And if you made it to this point in the show, then you are meant to be a mom because you're showing up, you're putting in the energy. And if you keep going and using these tools, nothing is going to stop you. So be sure to check those show notes to see if you meet our criteria to join the most incredible badass mamas in the making and start off 2024 with an expert coach and fabulous crew by your side. All right, see you next week. Bye-bye.